You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. After two days off, the Knicks and Cavs lock horns again for game two on Tuesday. The Knicks are trying to become just the 22nd team in NBA history to win the first two games on the road of a 2-2-1-1-1 series format. Ironically, one of the teams to complete this feat was the 1999 New York Knicks, who went on to go to the NBA Finals and lose to the San Antonio Spurs. They beat the Atlanta Hawks uh, on the road in the first two games of the Eastern Conference semifinal series that they played. Road teams who win the first two games of a series are 21-4 and all-time in this format of going on to win the series. So that is what is available to the Knicks. Essentially, a win gives you an 85 to 95% chance to win the series if they get it done in Cleveland. So how realistic is it from what you saw in game one for the Knicks to not only get a split, but then leave Cleveland with two games uh, in this series? Yeah, listen, it's not crazy. I mean, as we mentioned, Emmanuel Quickly, Quinn Grimes, RJ Barrett, a combined three of 21 from the floor. Randall, one of seven in the second half. Uh, Brunson limited to foul trouble. Donovan Mitchell had 38. And Knicks still come back and win that that game one. So uh, would I be shocked for those things to kind of flip-flop? And, you know, I think the Knicks, like we talked about, have to get greedy right now. Yeah, I agree. I think that the Knicks have a great opportunity in front of them because I – you know, it's funny. When I watch these series, what I like to do is I like to listen to the other side. I like to hear what is happening in Cavs world. What are they saying? How are they assessing this first game? And I got to be honest, Tommy, they sound a lot like how I and many Nick fans sounded after game one against the Hawks. That's what they sounded like. I, it was a lot of, well, we got to get adjusted to the speed of the game. We got to get adjusted to the physicality. And, you know, okay, you know, Brunson did that. Could he do that for four games? I mean, that was what the Knicks and I were saying after they lost game one to Trey Young and the Hawks. It was, can Trey Young keep, keep playing like this? It was, can um, can can, uh, can can they the Knicks, you know, adjust to the physicality and get themselves back into this series? Like, it was all those things that, that, that I kept hearing from Knicks fans and what I was spewing was what I was hearing from Cavs fans. And I looked at that and I said, hmm. If you're relying on a lot of these things to kind of just flip themselves and, and, and turn this thing around and you think that you don't have to play much better for you guys to actually come back in this series, that you think that you guys can kind of just figure it out and just show off for game two and things will just be better, I think they could be in for a rude awakening. I really think the Knicks have a chance to get this game because, as you mentioned, Tommy, like you had IQ giving you nothing. Essentially, I mean, not only not only did he give you nothing, he was really a minus. And, and and with the turnovers he was having, again, he didn't seem in tune on either side of the ball. So you got nothing from IQ. RJ Barrett was able to give you some score, some some assisting and some defense, but he couldn't give you any scoring. Jalen Brunson essentially did not play in the first half of this game. Julius Randle is coming off of an ankle injury, having not played basketball, at least in a NBA game in 17 days and that was the game you couldn't get you couldn't get uh that game where you got donovan mitchell giving you a 38 per perform 38 point performance and a a a big second half you couldn't get that win that to me is a really rough sign for what the knicks have in store for them i i I mean what the Cavs have in store for them so i i think that it is realistic that the knicks could find a way to to win game two now I think that there are certain things that you probably 
don't want to happen in game one that uh that you don't want to happen in game two in order for you guys to win like i don't think you want to live with another over five from iq i don't you know mitchell getting 38 i mean we know he's a great player you don't want him to average 38 so you probably want to get that number down uh just a little bit so i that is something that that that's going to be a problem but i i do think that there is a way for the knicks to play essentially similarly to how they played in terms of beating them on the glass, remaining physical, being in tune defensively, and coming away with a game two win. I don't see this high, high ceiling for Cleveland to play all that much better than we saw in game one. Maybe you get a better performance from Mobley, but I don't think you're getting much from that bench. That bench has been a problem for Cleveland all season. Um, Karis Avert, who Jackson Flickinger, who came on our show and, and talked about uh, his struggles with his shot, especially off the dribble, he did not look comfortable shooting the ball. Isaac Carl did not look comfortable shooting the ball. Um, I, I just think that this is going to be a, a problem for the Cavs throughout the, the rest of the series. Clearly not 100%. So I think that what you saw from him is probably what you're going to get from him in this series. Dean Wade is not going to be a factor in this series. Uh, they actually got a good game for Chetty Osman, besides the fact that he couldn't guard Brunson. Um, he gave his best effort, and he did hit two threes. He had nine points. He played pretty well, and they found a way to lose that game. So I think the Knicks are in really good shape. So when it comes to making a pick for game two, I think the Knicks are going to do it. I think the Knicks are going to get two. I really do. I'm, I'm thinking about what I saw in game one, and the Knicks, there are things that – there are certain things that just kind of won't ever – really leave that's why i thought the cavalier response to this game was very interesting because they were talking about fixing things i don't think that they could fix like they say it will be more physical i'm like okay i just don't think they're a more physical team than the knicks i mean every mobile is getting trucked under the basket on uh rebounding situations by julius randall and mitchell robinson like i i just don't see them out you know josh hart is bullying their guards i just don't see them out physical in the knicks so physicality is going to travel. It's going to is never going to leave the Knicks. And they said that well, we can rebound better. You've been a bad rebounding team all season. I, I don't see rebounding all of a sudden. Say well, we take away the Knicks rebounding, we'll win the game. I I, I think the Knicks are going to re- out rebound them every game. And you know, JD Bickerstaff says you know that they need to get a better spark from the bench. Your bench has been terrible all season. I don't think you're getting a great or much better performance from your bench. It was a series I had going seven. But after watching game one, this looks a lot more like a six or five game series to me. I, it really does. So I think the Knicks are going to gain some confidence from that win. I don't think this is a Knicks team that's going to come in that's going to be kind of fine with just getting a split. I think he'll get a better game from Emmanuel quickly. I think the Knicks also get game two and they go up 2 well coming back to New York. Now, the Knicks have not been a great home team. So I'm not saying necessarily that, that means it's a sweep. But of course, if you get the first two games, of the playoffs on the road it definitely puts a sweep on the table so we'll see what happens game two uh tuesday night let me get the time here for you for you guys uh for that nick uh game two but um man i i thought that of what all the games we had this weekend game one nick's Cavs one of the best we had and there were plenty of really good ones you had a really good one um the clippers and sun you had a really good one out sacramento so, uh, so, so the Knicks have put on a great performance in game one in terms of competition. We'll see what they do in game two. But game two is uh, 7.30 Eastern on TNT.